So, Gio. Yeah. We had the uh, F-150 Lightning come out. Well, yeah, announce. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of an incomplete announcement because uh, Ford didn't give us all the information on all four trims. Only three of them. Uh, I don't know why, because they gave us information about the cheapest trim, what, like five days later? Four days later? Uh, yeah. Something yeah, but like it, that? we also knew that going into it. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, but, yeah, but it, was, it, it was a weird decision, but now we can fully talk about everything about the F-150 Lightning since we have all the information now that, well, at least in terms of all the trims. So they gave us the F-150 Lightning Pro. Um, interesting choice of name once again. Uh, whilst I understand, you know, Ford is going for, this is for pro people, professionals, you know, people using this car for work. You know, with, uh, I don't think the general consumers view the word pro in that sense, right? You know, especially with uh, Apple, the MacBook Pros, the iPhone, the Mac Pros, you know, usually we think pro as the highest of quality things, but instead yeah, Ford yeah. decided to use that word for their lowest tier object. Um, so that's a bit yeah, weird, but, but it's, I don't see, I don't know. This, this truck is hard because they're, they are separating the XLT Lariat and Platinum from this pro model. Mm -hmm. They even announced it separately. Mm -hmm. They're saying that they have in the back end of everything. Hey, this is a commercial oriented vehicle. Mm -hmm. This is not a consumer oriented vehicle. This mm -hmm. is for the professional setting. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they're advertising the base price of the Lightning as the price with the Pro model. So, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Am I supposed to put it into consideration when comparing the consumer vehicles? I guess. Or, or is this a fleet vehicle? Before we get into more serious discussions, uh, I just need to say it. Uh, they got rid of the light bar. Are you not a fan? Gio, why did they get rid of the light bar? I mean, I told you they were going to get rid of light bar. If that you just was, followed me on Twitter, you'd know. That was the one thing that differentiated the car from the rest of the cars, and you got rid of the light bar. It's a strip of LEDs. I know it doesn't cost that much. You're already making three trims worth of cars with the LED bar. Yeah, yeah, why, yeah. Why did you do this to me? And you decided to keep the, the, the flat the, the, the flat grill instead. So now it really just looks like an F-150. I think it is justifiable if they are just targeting this as a fleet car. Because if you ever look at, like, you know, professional F-150s, they're always beat up. Ugly, And I sure. think that light bar yeah. is going to be one of the first things, things to get hit and out. broken. And then it's just going to look dumb. You're going to have a broken light bar. <laughs> uh, I guess, but that's just... That's besides the point for my personal feelings on the matter... Where's the light bar? But that's that's just how we're gonna have to live with no light bars on the on the pro. Um, it's 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 interesting because Jim Farley and all of them kept saying, "Hey, you're gonna always be able to tell an F-150 Lightning from a regular F-150 because of this light bar," and then they go with their base model not having a light bar. Yeah, yeah. I just i I don't think this is intended for. I mean, I don't think they intended either. They're, again, they're clearly stating this is this is uh, 
This is not consumer oriented. Co- commercially oriented, yeah. This is commercial oriented. But they really, really want to advertise that base price as 39. But well, reality is the XLT yeah. is the base consumer car. That's I reality. Mean, I mean, yeah, they want to. I mean, if it's available for the public, then I mean, I, it's fair game. I mean, to everything's advertise. available to the public, but <laughs> it, it, it's 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 fair game to advertise that price. And basically, every single time I've seen, at least in Ford, you know what the media does with that information, that's completely up to them. We know we know how much media headlines love to put the you know cheapest price with the highest range in a single headline. You know, uh, gets gives people the wrong impression from the very beginning. But Ford, at least for the most part, while I'm reading through all their information over the past week about the F-150 Lightning, whenever the base model is talked about or mentioned, there, there's basically almost always the caveat that they write immediately afterward, uh, uh, commercially oriented. Does the average person know what that, what that even means? No. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm sure they Probably can kind of use context clues to be like, okay, this is this is cheap you know there's no frills about it but you know no frills now is not the same as no frills was 10 15 years ago i mean you're still getting a 12.2 inch giant display in 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 the center you know um i don't know about heated seats or anything like that but you know it's not bare bones here's a steering wheel and ac vents and that's it so i think i I think it's easy to be comfortable in something like this you think you think the average person is going to be able to get their hands on this base model? I don't know. That's, that's what I'm saying. To an XLT upgrade. That's what I'm saying. If if it's if it's how how the dealers are going to go and what the process is of, of finding this car, I mean, who who knows about that? If it's anything like your like your Maki experience, uh, yeah, you're only going to find the platinum model probably. Uh, and uh, tough luck to you if you want anything cheaper than that. But um, it was surprising that that uh, you can get the extended battery on the Pro. I wasn't expecting them to even offer that option. Quick pause. Since the recording of this episode, we have learned that the extended range battery is only available on the Pro model for fleet customers. It is not available for retail consumers. Were you expecting that price? The the jump in the the jump in price for the seventy yeah. extra miles. Yeah, because that was also now that's in the pretty announcement. Steep. We we now know the price difference for that battery upgrade, ten thousand dollars. Yeah, that's pretty. And the only one that actually comes standard with that three hundred mile range is uh, the platinum, right? Yeah, the platinum. Everything else is optional. So if you go if you go to the one that is consumer oriented, which is the XLT, starting at fifty two ish. Two, yeah. Compared to the gas version of the XLT, which starts at forty, mm-hmm. that's that's already a twelve thousand dollar jump in an EV. Mm-hmm. And now if you want 300 miles of range versus 230, you're talking about a $22,000 jump versus the IC. That's a that's a hard selling point, is it not? Even even with the $7,500, you're not... $7,500 doesn't even yeah. dent it. <laughs> I mean, to be it's, fair... It's a huge jump. We're only assuming. I mean, it's a safe assumption that the battery increase will also be ten grand in the top models, but you know we don't know that for a fact yet. Um, I mean, it only makes sense. No, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure, but to, you, I mean, but you never know. To separate the two. You, 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 you it's the same battery upgrade. Yeah, but you, you know. Ford it's using the same to... battery, the same platform, the same body. The only things they changed is is tech specs. Uh, 
camera features and material quality for this pro edition well you don't even know about the pro edition because the xlt is cloth seats all the way well they did state that the pro is more quote durable materials whatever that means you know what's it durable missing... cloth <laughs> i think the dash is going to be different it does have that same screen though which is not the maki screen it's a smaller screen uh yeah but they did the press images that show off maki design ui yeah. But it's the same screen that's screen. currently in the gas version. Yeah. It's yeah. you're not you're not upgrading anything by getting an EV in the case of choosing between the EV F one fifty and the gas F one fifty. You're you're paying twelve to twenty two thousand dollars more for an electric version of the same car. That's really what it comes down to. It's the same tech specs, it's it's well, you're gonna get better performance specs, but I don't think anyone's, you know, taking you power your fifty on a drag strip. You can power your house. I think you can power your house with the regular F one fifty as well. Can you not? Do they have not as much from Ford? I do think they is, have is onboard plugs. Feature? Maybe I'm wrong. Nah, but um, onboard plugs is different from being able to yeah, vehicle to grid. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. You can is that is that worth that much? <laughs> no, but... I don't think so. I think Tesla's Powerwall prices are ridiculous, and that's half the cost. <laughs> I don't know. Do you th- you think people are gonna are gonna make this shift when choosing between the two? See, when you go into like something like a Cybertruck or even a Rivian, they distinguish themselves from the rest of the truck segment by making something that looks entirely different. So now that that customer who's looking at an F one fifty instead of going, oh, it's an F one fifty or an electric F one fifty, they're going, oh, it's an F one fifty or this really cool looking truck. But in Ford's case, now it's an F one fifty versus an F one fifty that has an electric motor. I think Ford's in this tough spot where, you know, we we always say the F1 the F series is the highest best selling car in America. So obviously it's a formula that Ford doesn't want to mess up. And as such since it's such a proven formula, it would appear that it's a good uh starting off point if you want to make an electric car. The foundation is great. Um but you don't want to mess with the formula as well, so you're kind of, in Ford's eyes, you're kind of forced to give the people what they think they want, which is just an F-150 with an electric motor, but these specs and what the price doesn't justify, really, the, 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 the at least at the current moment. Uh, justify switching over to an electric car. You know, if gas, for whatever reason, decided to be like ten dollars a gallon overnight, then yeah, it's that's then it becomes a great selling point. It's the F one fifty with an electric motor. But in this current uh, at this current time, in the current context of the world, it doesn't seem to be that great of a choice unless you are planning to get an electric truck and you want something kind of familiar. But I don't know how many people like that exist. Yeah, I just do you I, for sure this is not going to outsell the gas F150. That's no. without a doubt. No. For many years to come. No. But do you think that they'll they'll even do well? It kind of feels like for for the pro version for the fleet customer this is a good car. The gas savings alone uh are, are going to save money enough to justify this versus the gas version because again, we keep saying it and Ford keeps saying it. Their telematics data show that the average fleet customer only drives what is it 170 miles? 
so they don't need the big battery so really they're looking directly at just cost savings on maintenance and for them it makes sense over the course of the average fleet vehicle's lifetime sure but now when we go to retail customers and we're talking xlt lariat and platinum i don't think they're gonna do very well i, I don't who, who the only people they can take sales from are themselves the only person who would consider an electric f-150 is someone who's considering an f-150 and as someone who's considering an F-150, the type of person to pay a 25-30% premium for an electric motor, retail cars don't last as long in households as fleet vehicles do. Retail cars last, I think, is a little over six years on average. Mm-hmm. You don't see that much savings. You're not going to see $22,000 worth of savings in the average car over the lifetime of it, over the average lifetime of it. I mean, sure, yeah, everyone's case is different, but speaking averages, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think the Maki will outsell the electric F-150 if we exclude fleet sales. Well, Am I sir, wild in a, saying that? Sir, there's already 70,000 reservations. Sure. There was also 50,000 Maki reservations in like the first day. Was it reservations? I thought that was just production capacity. They had said that they outsold the first year and then we knew that there was 50,000 for the first year or something like well, that. So Ford, I guess there was assumptions at play, yeah. Ford might have outsold you know sold 50,000 maquis it's just they can't make the 50,000 maquis keep in mind these reservations are always just reservations no one holds 100% conversion rate on their reservations and as I've had to continuously fix information on it the number one thing is people assuming that oh I'm getting 300 miles of range for $39,000 in an XLT and that's not the case so I don't know if that was intentional or not but that seems to be what the average person I've encountered thinks well that's just how so i think a lot of these reservations like yeah sure a hundred dollars is easy to put down now but a year and a half from now when this car is on the road and they go to fill fill out this paperwork and they see wait it cost how much more money than they initially advertised it's actually a a fifty sixty thousand dollars when i add all my specs do you think this should have been an f-150 or do you think they should have you know made a completely new model where they didn't have to rely on trying to keep the same formula i don't mind the f-150 name being attached they did it with the mustang it, it makes sense from a a height perspective because like you said it, they've no. built a great brand yeah. they, everyone knows what an f-150 is an electric f-150 entices anyone who likes f-150s but should it have looked like a literal f-150 no i don't think so well that's what i'm saying i don't think i'm saying should it have been a different model so it wouldn't have been shackled like I said, yeah, the F-150 is a great foundation. I don't think it didn't foundation. need to be shackled, Dennis. The, the Mustang Mach-E is not a Mustang. To... It didn't need to be shackled to that design. The Mustang Mach-E is not a Mustang. It's a four-door Mustang. Who would have thought that? It did not need to be shackled down as strong as it was. This yeah, car but... is literally just an F-150 with a light bar, maybe a light bar. <laughs> not even a guaranteed light bar. Not even a guaranteed light bar. The interior is just the same. The technology is the same. There is nothing distinguishing this from the gas version apart from the battery. And the frunk. And the frunk. It's a big frunk. It is a big frunk. The super mega Mega power frunk, yeah. Mega power frunk, sorry. Big boy super mega power frunk. 400 liters of space. That's That's what you're getting. It's 10k. You better, you better, you better use that mega frunk, mega <laughs> mega power frunk. <laughs> Do you uh, think that if they would have went with a more bold design, they would have done better? No. You think I, I'm wrong? I mean, 
No, I think they they needed a bold design. I'm I want to say that the the Mustang fanboys was probably the the most wrath they would have faced. So I think they would have faced uh, less backlash if they decided to do something really crazy with the F one fifty electric. So I think they. they there needs to be something more eye-catching or something more that gets people wanting to talk about the F-150 because it's it's a lot of money and it looks like the same car and the interior is the same and we all just, I, I literally all just said this. And if Ford wants, they recently said literally today, 40% of their global sales to be electric cars by 2030, they're gonna have to give me something more enticing. I mean, they got nine years. I mean, uh, I'm not. I'm not saying they're um, they're doomed, uh, but if they want almost half their sales to be electric by 2030, there's gonna. Uh, I don't know. They, they gotta actually like, try to sell the electric cars. Yeah, well, that too. Yeah, for sure. I, I, do you think Ford's under the assumption that these cars are gonna sell themselves? Is that what it is? Is Ford just like, oh, all we have to do is build them and we'll sell 40 percent? Because I, it, it just looks like that's the case at this point. And I I'm, don't think that's the case in reality. I think we are going to still need a lot of promotion of EVs and more bold choices and, and more technological feats to get 40% of consumers on the road in electric cars. I would say that if if they made a, a target of like 2025 or 2026, that'd be kind of ridiculous. But 2030 is kind of a sober uh, goal, I think. But... <sighs> It's still a bit optimistic it, when you put into is. consideration the fact that this car won't even be fully in production until, what, 2023? Well, no, spring 2022. I would hope they can get full production by the end of 2022, if they starting in twenty in early 2022. Um, so, I, you know, it, it, it could have been worse, I, I, I guess. <laughs> How? It could have been worse. <laughs> Uh, they could have given I, me no light bar in any of them. Their top I, tier. I actually don't think you could have got worse. I, I think this no, is it. This no, is this no, is the they, worst thing you could have done. No, no. Their top tier battery could have been sub three hundred miles. You know, I mean, it's I mean, still two hundred and thirty. It's only a target. Super low, Dennis. When you're considering the fact that this is a truck, this is going to have heavy loads. It's going to be towing stuff. Sir, what's going to be the real world sir, range on this? Sir, I need you to remember that you bet me a Dr Pepper that the base model was going to have 160 for fleet customers it was 170 consumer oriented this is is the fleet customer version so you you thought it was going to be worse i i yourself but i I didn't think that they would charge ten thousand dollars for 70 miles of range (laughs) (laughs) what Uh, what is this going to get real world with towing a boat in the back like seriously oh dude i don't know 80 miles 90 there, there's a reason that Rivian's this, Rivian decided to build a smaller truck and have that much range because you're going to lose a lot of range. There was someone I mean, on Twitter, I forgot who it was, that shared their, their range loss recently. Just towing two bicycles off the back of a Model X, it was like 50% range loss. EVs have a lot of range loss. Well, thank, with, thankfully, with thankfully, one of the features in the, in the electric uh, F-150 is a calculator that tells you the, the range <laughs> based off the weight. That's going to be very... Uh, d- it's be a sad calculator. <laughs> it's gonna be a sad calculator, yeah. Um, but I mean, someone has to do it. Someone has to offer an electric car that is capable of towing. I mean, one way or another, someone's gonna have to provide the car for that, and they will have to take the range 
decrease drama with it when yeah but that's why rivian decided to make a smaller car that's why rivian yeah well that's why i'm saying someone has to not take that route and take the one that can actually be used if we want an electric you know future we got to have a car that's capable uh, a choice uh, available for any situation would you would you have preferred if they made this truck more expensive and and higher spec bigger battery actually made bolder changes no it would have to be a different model they would have to make a completely new model in my eyes because you know an f-150 i mean trucks are expensive yeah but an f-150 is i don't know for the people whatever they say uh build for tough tough. yeah the the, i don't know why I, i don't know why they 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 chose to put that initialism everywhere in the press release it's like this car is bft and i'm like what is bft and i'm like oh build ford tough I'm like that doesn't really tell me much ford um but no i feel <laughs> i feel uh if they were to go with a more premium offering in terms of price and performance i feel like it would have to be a different model in my eyes at least but what do i know just a quick roundup this truck is going up against the lordstown endurance the workhorses canceled their thing tesla Cybertruck. Uh, I don't think it can go up against Rivian. Rivian's a smaller truck. It's it's more. I mean, you can adventure you can friendly it, versus it's... work truck. I mean, sure it could. Yeah, you're right. It can, but it's also twice the price as this. It, yeah, it's really just Lordstown and the Cybertruck. Unless I'm missing someone. The Nicola Badger. Oh, the Nicola Badger. But that one, like, it's not even fair to put the Nicola Badger in in this comparison because it just wins all around. We really have to like you know deduct points because it's so good mm-hmm. just to make it a fair fair game we don't we, we don't even talk about it anymore because you know it's just by default triple s tier so we just don't even compare cars to it um so so of those four which, which one are you picking if you got to buy a truck to do truck things you're a truck boy now you want to be an ev truck boy an et <laughs> which one are you choosing well let's assume the cyber truck actually gets built and yeah, yeah. Assuming, assuming all of them that get built except the Nicola Badger. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. again, that would just be unfair. Of course, we'd choose the Nicola Badger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Elon figures out how to actually make that Cybertruck, uh, that's what you're choosing. Why? Why? Because because of the specs? Because it's more durable? Because of the design? What is selling you towards the Cybertruck versus the F one fifty? It looks cool. It just looks cool. It looks <laughs> that's cool. All it takes for the same price. I get more performance wise. I get a Volt in the back. Yeah, but you don't get the Mega Power Frunk. The F-150 has to it's offer It's okay. I got the Volt. I think Volt versus Mega Power Frunk, that's a, that's a good like comparison going on. Uh, I'm supposed to get a kitchen. I'm supposed to get an ATV with that too, you know. A lot of promises for the Cybertruck. I mean, you know me and, uh, and uh, minimalistic interiors are kind of boring to me. Uh, but F-150 <laughs> interior is not, not hot looking. I'll take... I'll take the Cybertruck's one screen and yoke steering wheel over over whatever's in the Ford. But uh, at this rate, I think Ford might beat the Cybertruck to production. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, think, I think Ford might hit, uh, let's say, 50,000 units before Tesla does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Rivian. Rivian's coming first. Somehow. Somehow Rivian won the race. I don't know if I would put my money on Rivian. I would, I would also like the Rivian, but the price is pretty hard. It's hard to, to justify. I mean, it's not super hard to justify, but it's like 
it's like, uh, I don't know about that. But I do, I, I, I do like, I do like the focus that the Rivian has. It's a lot of like outdoorsy types of adventuring things they got, and the car itself is attractive to me. Yeah, if and they got, they got the actual down, kitchen. I think I'd, I'd go for Rivian. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, but I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not looking at a truck from a of, of a from a workplace perspective, from a livelihood perspective. Perhaps there's something that those people can see in the F-150 Lightning that I can't. Maybe they appreciate, but vehicle to grid. Tesla still doesn't have vehicle to grid. I think that will be a big selling is, point for fleet customers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Honestly, vehicle to grid is and like the depending on which version you get, ten or eleven different power outlets. I mean, that's. That's all pretty cool, and they got like the eight lights around the entire uh, truck to illuminate different parts of your workspace. I guess if you're in the middle of the night, I mean, they, it, it has its it has its little quirks and and useful things. But for me, someone who doesn't haul things or requires transporting large objects, I just, eh, eh, you know, it, it doesn't doesn't really do it for me.